Elijah Mklanga is the spokesperson for the Department of Education. And Elijah, you also want to weigh in on this conversation this morning. Yeah, Kathy, good morning. Thank you so much. Uh, in fact, it's part of uh, Child Protection Week, which we believe should be everybody's business. Uh, child upbringing should be our responsibility, all of us. But from the perspective of schooling and ill-discipline, I just wanted to say that uh, we need to view this as a joint responsibility between parents and the school. I have been involved personally in two or three cases of ill-discipline in schools in Ekuruleni. I spent two days in one school. The police came, said everyone found lots of drugs uh, in the bags of learners. The last caller, or the second last caller, was correct in saying that some of these learners, they already come to school even when the gates are closed. They don't even run to make it into the schoolyard before the gate is closed. Uh, it's like they really don't care. The gate is closed. They sit outside. And the police came, searched everyone. Parents were called. Uh, the first thing that parents do is defend their children, even before they've seen the evidence. Some of them even refused to come. Some of those that come to the school, uh, they say that they are also afraid of their own children. They don't know what to do. The school must help. And the school says, if you can't uh, discipline your own child, what can we do? We need to work together. So it's a complex matter that uh, needs uh, a, a multi-pronged approach with all stakeholders involved because if a child sees that there's a gap, they can live that double life that one of the other colleagues spoke about. Mm. But if you if you close the gap, if as a parent you work together very closely with the school, they will see that there's no space for games. Then they will uh, come back to life. So it's, it's one of those things that uh, we can't, put on the door of one stakeholder. You can't say parents, you can't say It must be a joint responsibility. And we need to stop the blame game and begin to view it as a joint responsibility so that the children themselves can see that there's nowhere to run to. And, and Elijah, for, for, for those children that were found with drugs in their possession, what were they de- doing? Were they dealing drugs on, on school premises? Yes, there were. There's, uh, there's one that uh, sells on the school premises, and the police know about uh, that uh, that learner. Uh, in fact, even before they came into the school, they said, is this person still the one selling? So they have the names. Um, they they get uh, disciplined, get suspended, they come back, they continue to do the same thing. You call the parents, the parents say, hey, we also don't know what to do. Uh, one of the learners, by the way, the drug user and one of the most interesting learners there. The mother is a police officer in the police station there in Benoni. And she says she doesn't know what to do with her own child. So those are some of the challenges that you have, uh, that uh, whatever we think about this matter, we, we, we need to be broad-minded in terms of finding solutions. You, you know, when parents then express the fact that there's nothing that they can do, to schools and to the department, what role do you play, Elijah? Because again, you are looking to them as the as the primary custodians of of these children to, to come up with with solutions. Well, the LGBs that's when they come in, and LGBs represent parents, uh, but they have some powers uh, given to them by the South African Schools Act. So they implement 
the steps that are there in the policies in terms of the measures that can be taken uh, to discipline those that are out of line and to protect those that are showing uh, good behavior. So you also need to think about those that are serious about their learning and protect them from those that continue to threaten teachers even when you tell them that uh, you are going to discipline them. And by the way, some of them said, oh, we don't care. I mean, suspension just to go sit at home. When you come back, you just carry on. And that's, that's, that's what it is. That's why right now in the amendment to the basic education amendment laws that uh, we have tabled to Parliament, we are asking for more stringent, stringent uh, uh, measures to be put in place to try bring discipline uh, at home, uh, but also in school. At home by saying that parents need to ensure that their children come to school every day and that they need to take active interest in their children's education, but also the school in terms of ensuring that uh, stronger steps are taken to bring discipline into the school environment. Oh, it's, it's an absolutely difficult situation um, that parents evidently um, find themselves in. Elijah, just before I let you go, uh, mm. you know, is the answer here to bring in more psychologists, more social workers, into the schooling environment or even into the homes to really try and understand what is at the heart of, of, of these issues and what's driving, uh, you know, the underlying um, factors that contribute to, to this kind of behavior? Yes, it seems to help in schools that can afford to have in-house psychologists because as soon as you show signs of ill-discipline, they refer you to the specialist who will then talk to you bring in your parents and a solution will be suggested to you and you are given certain steps that you must follow to try uh, change your behavior. So in those schools it helps, um, but in those schools that don't have, you then have these uh, problems because the reliance by the school is on the parent to come and play their part as the school says it's also playing its part. But the biggest problem is that when all of these things happen, uh, teaching and learning does not happen in the way that it should, and results get affected. Some of them that are using drugs, they drop out. Others fall pregnant. Uh, we have a case in the same school that I'm talking about where learners had sex in the toilet last week. Um, they initially reported it as rape, uh, but then now the, the police went two days ago to speak to the learners, and it was found that there was actually consensual sex in the toilet, so someone could fall pregnant there, which then leads us to the topic of the day with LUMCA, which we're going to be talking about teenage pregnancy, which is something that is a big problem for the basic education sector as well. All right. Okay. Elijah Mklanga, thanks for calling in and for sharing that perspective with us. Yeah, certainly haven't helped to, you know, lighten the view in terms of where the challenges um, lie in 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 in... And it's beyond, really, the it's beyond um, the education system in, in our society, where the challenges in our society lies. If you have parents that have thrown their hands up in the air and saying, which means that, you know, even I'm overwhelmed. So you as the school must see to finish. Like, you must just... Deal, whatever you say must happen, I support. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it is just, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, very interesting perspective there and some of those examples of what is practically happening in our schools.